Hey guys, don't forget the 2023 Street Cop Training Conference, Nashville, Tennessee, April 23rd through the 28th. You do not want to miss this so far. Guest speakers, Rob O'Neill, the Navy SEAL that was responsible for killing Osama bin Laden, Kyle Carpenter, U.S. Marine, Medal of Honor recipient, jumping on an IED to protect his platoon. Fox News host Tommy Lahren returns for 2023. Sheriff Wayne Ivey, Sheriff Mark Lamb, Sheriff David Clark, and more to come. You don't want to miss this event. We additionally have 20 of the country's top law enforcement educators giving you the best experience of your life. You will leave this event knowing more about your job and how to be proficient at the things that you do hands down any other event that you'll ever attend. I personally guarantee it. Don't miss out. There's a room code at streetcop.com for our room block and room code at the Gaylord at Opry is where the event's taking place. Don't miss out on a discounted rate. The rate is from Sunday to Thursday. Put that in and find yourselves at a half-price room. Split it with a friend, but make sure you get there. You don't want to miss this event. It is going to be that good. If you trust me and you trust Street Cop, trust that you will leave there feeling like you've had an experience of a lifetime. All right, so one of our jobs as uh, instructors in this company is to provide wisdom, not just practical knowledge on case law and how to find guns and drugs and contraband and wanted people, but wisdom to help you have less regrets. Uh, one thing I can tell you, I was thinking about it just now, I haven't done a video in a while, so there'll be practical value to jump in here and do this, is I can think of times where somebody's children had to witness them being arrested. Um, if you don't have kids, maybe it's hard to quantify the impact watching the police arrest your mommy or daddy may have. So here's a piece of advice. With the intention of trying to be more human, have more compassion, use our thoughts and our brains, we really should lead your, your position. 99% of the jobs that you go to, you can deploy a lot of compassion and understanding and your life's going to be a lot easier. But one thing that I, I got used to doing was really doing my best to try not to arrest people in front of their children. So stop a car, guys, warranted, front seat passenger, rear seat passenger, whatever it may be. And their kids were in the car. So, you know, work with folks. If they're not combative, they're not fighting you. And, you know, you don't have to take a binary black and white approach to this is how it goes, isn't it? No, like, look, I can't tell how many times I've said to somebody like, yo, you, I know your kids are here, dude. Um Let's figure this out. Why don't you say goodbye to them? Real bullshit traffic warrant, right? Like I got it. I got to enforce it. I have no choice. It'd be malfeasance of duty not to. Seven hundred fifty bucks, whatever it may be. Hey man, why don't you? I'm gonna stand back here, or I'll hang out with you on the side, whatever it may be. Just go say goodbye to your kids, and I'll tell them that you're gonna come with me because we need your help downtown. And um, that's what we would do. And you know, people were so appreciative because guess what? Everybody makes mistakes. Not everybody had the likelihood, or the um, or the or the fortunate life that you had to put yourself in a position to be a law enforcement officer. It's a very, you know, very honorable position. You had to have a basically squeaky clean record. I'm told that now, where now you can have some record and they'll still hire as a cop because they need cops so badly. But this goes a long way for folks. You know what? You're going to feel a lot better about it when you become a parent uh, because God forbid you made a mistake. God forbid you moved from one state to another or back visiting your family and you got pulled over and you're like, oh, my God, I got a ticket to my old address and there's a warrant for my arrest. I'm sure you would appreciate the respect the police officer would give to you when you're cooperative, 
polite, calm and says, look, I don't want to lock you up in front of your kids. Let's let's just have you, um, you know, let's play it. Let's play it right here. Let's not get your kids upset. Now, listen, there are times that there's nothing you can do. Um, mom or dad is out of control, whatever it may be. But maybe coming back and deploying some kindness and empathy to those children, not just departing and not confusing them, sitting down having some conversation with them. I recently told a story in a recent podcast about a woman who had approached me at a drinking establishment and started telling me a story about me. And I don't say this to Peacock or try to impress you. I just want to impress upon you. 19-year-old Dennis was not 28-year-old Dennis. 28-year-old Dennis was not 35-year-old Dennis. 35-year-old Dennis is not 41-year-old Dennis in a couple weeks. Um, and I wish somebody would have said these things to me when I was younger, in this profession, newer. And what happened was it was just an emergency call where her father had sustained a serious medical emergency. And I saw this kid. He was just like in a panic. It's very overwhelming. Everybody's rushing in. And I realized once the paramedics and the EMTs had it, they really didn't need me. But instead of just going back to my guard, going 10-8, getting back in service, uh, I sat on the ground with the kid and played toys with him for like 10 or 15 minutes. You know, not everything is going to be running and gunning, although that's what we enjoy and we love. You got to take those opportunities to make a difference in people's lives and let them see the humanity behind who you are, because we are real good humans. We are really most of us are the best, the best people there are in, in society. So let's let's continue to show people some kindness and compassion. I, I can tell you another story where I was the asshole. Um, I called to a Best Buy of a kid shoplifting. He was with his family and I was uh I was a working off-duty detail, but I had a marked patrol car. So I went over there. I shot over, eager as a fucking beaver, right, to go lock this kid up. And I jumped out on the kid, and, and uh, you know, I, I'm quick to take action. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you know, I was newer. And uh, an older police officer may not have been the hardest charger on the police department, but he came with a lot of wisdom. Older guy, real, real easygoing dude. And he showed up and deployed compassion. The kid had made a mistake. He was like 15 years old. I don't think he was a straight-up problem kid. And I'll never forget, I don't want to say his name because I don't have his permission to do it, but that he put his arm around this kid and started walking him back into the store and told him it was going to be all right. I remember that very profoundly in my career because that taught me a lesson about who I needed to be and who I was at the moment. So I pass that along to you to know that when you go somewhere, it's okay to be kind it's okay to take a little extra time and put some thought into, especially when kids are present, especially having some compassion when people are in situations that, you know, they made some bad choices. We don't have to rub it in any more than we have to, especially if they're palm up, you know, polite, calm, and, and it's, it's just real good. It's You're going to be thankful that you were that kind of cop. And, you know, at a certain point, I, I would go out, and when I was first started dating my current wife, um, you know, we'd go out, and people would say, oh, my God. That's the fucking cop that locked me up. And I and she's like, oh, I'm like, no, no, it's it's cool. Like, I was confident that nobody's going to tell a bad story about me. And and uh, I remember this guy was like, yo, I got like three years in prison. I'm like, oh, dude, really? Like, who are you? And he's like, oh, my God. He's like, bro, you're the coolest fucking cop I ever met. Yo, I want to buy you a shot. I'm like, no, I'm good, dude. But like, I appreciate it. He's like, no, no, no. Let me buy you a drink. At least like, yo, you were fucking good to me, dude. I needed that in my life. I don't know if it's three years or three months or six months. I could have been. Uh, I don't know, embellishing a tad. I, I forgot the exact story. I can tell you where I was. I was in a bar in Edison, New Jersey, uh, walking into this drinking establishment. And um, she said, what was that about? And I said, uh, you know, I think people really 
don't forget the good ones, like the really good ones. The people that, like, we have to go into this this job now really trying to remember we're not trying to create a bad impression with people. And it's not some kind of woke shit to say. That's just, like, that's for real, for real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's good stuff. It's a great thing to bring to the forefront. Maybe another time that we're at the same establishment and a guy said, yo, you're the, you're the cop that pulled me over. And I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, I know I didn't give you a ticket. He's like, no, you didn't. You were really nice. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, how'd you know you didn't give me a ticket? I'm like, because I don't fucking give tickets. Right? Because tickets make people hate the police. So I know I don't. I have no interest in spending my time, energy, and effort in making your life a little miserable because, uh, you know, I'm trying to get my fucking stats up. Some, something selfish for myself. Fuck that noise. Right? You're polite to me on a traffic stop. Everybody makes, I remember stopping a car. Lady almost T-bones me, blows through a red light. You know, she made a mistake. And I remember turning around. I had to stop her. And it was, it was like, I had to. And I pulled her over. And I came through the window. I'm like, hey, how are you? She's like, good. She's like, I know I'm getting a ticket. I'm like, I'm not getting a ticket. She's like, you're not? I'm like, no, for what? She's like, oh, I almost hit your car. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I almost hit fucking cars all the time, too. Right? Like, it happens to me, too. I'm a human being. It doesn't mean you need to get punished because you made a mistake. I get you weren't paying attention. Just pay attention. Let the lesson be learned. You didn't get hurt. You have kids. You're a mom. I see the car seats. Like, this could have been very dangerous. And it could have cost you a fortune in, in, in tickets, you know. Don't – I have – and she's like, well, I'm like, I got better things to do. I got more people who deserve my time, energy, and attention than some mom who made a mistake and went through a red light. Like, let's have compassion. Let's not forget who we were as kids at times. Um, I'll tell you one more story just to try to help emphasize the point that I'm trying to make here. Again, I'm dating my current wife at uh, – when I was, uh, you know, I was probably 30. She was younger, but she had friends who had younger friends. And if I've told the story on the podcast or not, but we went to this house and it was a ginormous party. I actually think the dude's girlfriend who was supposed to be watching the house while his parents were away, she's the one who threw the party and it got out of control at that time. Social media was just getting bigger. So they were like spreading shit on Twitter. So there was like, literally 150, 200 kids in this Cape Cod in New Jersey. And, you know, I pulled up and I'm like, oh my God, there's a lot of people here. I'm like, hey, if you got a couple more cars, just in case, right? So I got downstairs and uh, it had Bilco doors. I walked down and there's literally 100 kids in 800 square feet of space. And, you know, the whole thing stopped and they're looking at me. I'm like, hey, listen to me. Let me just start by saying this, everybody. Number one, every cop that you see with me right now we all did the same shit you did when we were your age. So off the start, nobody's in trouble, just so we're clear. If you haven't broken some serious offense, if you didn't kill somebody in here, we have no interest in getting people in trouble right now. But what I will say is we were also told when you were age that we couldn't do this. And guess what? You can't do this. Now, before everybody runs the fuck out of here, nobody's in trouble. Don't be fucking stupid. Don't go and get fights. Don't give the police lip. We're being nice to you. We're letting you guys go. It's not a big deal. This is not a burglary. Blah, blah, blah. I go, just don't be dicks on the way out. That's all I'm saying to you guys. Just don't do it. And um, I said, now listen, this may sound like a trick, but it's not. If you are drinking and driving and you're under 21, one alcoholic beverage can get you a DWI. There's a lot of cars outside. If you hit a car and you've been drinking, we're going to have to arrest you. If you would like to ruin your life and lose your license for a year, then be my guest. But I'm urging you not to do it. If you are underage, are my hand to God, I will find you guys a ride home. We'll try to figure it out. I just don't want you drinking and driving. Don't get in cars people are drinking and driving. 
And it's not, we're not going to tolerate it. That's the one thing we won't tolerate for 17 and 18 year old kids to be driving around drunk. And I'll never forget a sergeant pulled up and there was cars everywhere. And he's like, yeah, let's start writing some tickets out here. I'm like, hey, 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 get the fuck out of here, dude. Get the fuck. And he's like, what? And I'm like, get the fuck. I, you know, I was a senior. I'm like, dude, would you stop it with your silliness, you fucking nincompoop? Just get the fuck. It's done. I already told these kids they're good to go. We went upstairs and the girl was like, oh, my God, I have this party. And it got out of control. I'm like, yeah, look, it happens, right? Like, nobody's in trouble. We're not giving out ordinances. You did the right thing. You called before it got out of control. And the point of this story is maybe like an hour later, I get a text from, um, from at the time my girlfriend. And she said, did you just break up a party on the border of Edison? And I said, I did. And she goes, because my friend's little brother's there. And he thought it was you. He thought he recognized you from being with me. I said, it was me. And she sent me a text, a screenshot of his text message. She said, like, your boyfriend is the coolest fucking cop I've ever met in my life. Did it take that much to be that kind of a person to these kids who we once were? When we wanted a little bit of a pass from the police, we don't have to be so rigid. We don't have to be so binary, right? There are things we have to be binary with. The law dictates it. But, you know, man, I was if, if I got asked and questioned by my administration of, like, why did I do that? I just said, like, that's, that was the decision I made. I... That's how you build relationships with everybody. Even if somebody is in trouble, there's nothing you can do. There's a lot of respect that can be handed back and forth once we're done with the cuffs being put on. And, you know, most people are going to be cooperative. Not everybody. But we know that. You're the fucking person. Oh, it's not true. Like, dude, it's true. Right? Like, I get it. You work in south side of Chicago. I don't know how it is. I was there yesterday. I don't know. But as an older guy... You know, be wise, employ tactics, stay on your toes, be smart. Not everybody you can show that kind of compassion to and expect that they're not going to see it as weakness. But you can you can certainly begin to employ a lot of understanding into this job and watch the people you work with, these fucking toxic motherfuckers who are like, yeah, fuck this fucking scumbag. Like, don't listen to those people. Those people are going to get you in trouble. Those people are bad news. Those people don't have compassion. They haven't been taught life lessons yet. They don't understand that they're not mature. They're not, they don't have wisdom. This is like us against them. That's actually not true. Um, Dumb days are long gone and it should have never been those days either. And don't believe me. I'm sitting here telling you this because I did everything fucking wrong because nobody told me what, how I should behave. And actually the consensus of most places I worked were just the opposite of that. So it's our job as senior officers, supervisors, all these people in this profession to make sure we continue to guide people to do this job better with compassion. You got to tell you, today's modern day cop is a lot better at it. Um, I think they understand it a lot more. I think there's a lot more humanity in it. Um, maybe because it's being pushed a lot, but that's a decision you can make. And, and really it goes a long way. We have the class with Jeff uh, Schultz, which is essentially a de-escalation class, but it's a communication class. And, it's not this woke snowflake shit. It's literally how to talk to people, how to have compassion, how to have empathy. It's really, it's really good shit. And I suggest that everybody take it because it is probably one of the most important classes. Are you going to find guns and drugs with it? No. But are you going to save yourself a lot of trouble and save a lot of lives and save a lot of fucking physical trouble? Yeah, we are. That's why the class exists. It's a very, very good class. We learn value.
Guys, if you're in an area where you're trying to get to our classes, but we're not close to you, fret not. We actually have on-demand training at streetcop.com. You can take that course online right now, and then you could attend that training in the future at no additional cost. You can redeem your voucher. So you get two for the price of one. We don't want to deny you the ability to take this training now, especially knowing that it can keep you safe at a very minimum, putting bad guys in jail where they belong, and at the maximum, going home to your family. Check out streetcop.com for that offer.